You can imagine how we felt. He was quite heavy, and the bed sagged, squashing us. At one point, your Aunt Japonica wanted to sneeze, and was only prevented from doing this by your Aunt Thessalonica holding firmly onto her nose. At last we heard snoring from above, and we started to crawl out. I'm sorry to say, though, that we found ourselves stuck, and the only way we could get out of the house was to make our way out with the bed still on top of us. So we did that, on our hands and knees with the bed on our backs, and that is how we were when we met the policeman in the street outside. At first he accused us of stealing the bed, but when he saw who was tucked up inside it, still fast asleep, he changed his mind. "'We've been looking for him for a long time,' he exclaimed. "'Thank you very much.' So we carried the bed all the way down to the police station, with a little bit of help from the policeman, of course, and set it down there. You can imagine the surprise the jewel thief had when he woke up and saw where he was. He was not pleased.' There had been many other letters like that, and I could hardly wait to see my two detective aunts again. We had had so much fun solving the mystery of the League of Cheats together, and I hoped they would soon invite me to help them out with another one of their cases. I had a long wait, but at last it came. It arrived one Saturday morning, a letter from Aunt Thessalonica and Aunt Japonica, inviting me to come with them on what they called a little trip. "'We are going to America,' they wrote. "'Would you like to come? "'That is, of course, if you are free and have nothing better to do.' "'I could hardly contain my excitement, and I showed the letter to my father. "'As usual, he hardly paid it any attention, "'as his mind was on one of his ridiculous inventions.' He was trying to invent a portable bath for people who go camping. It was a very strange invention. You got into something that looked like a large waterproof sack. Then you zipped it all the way up to your neck, connected it to a tap with a hose, and turned the water on. After that, you jumped up and down, and the water went all over you. There was a plug down at the bottom. When I showed him the letter... He was testing the plug, which did not seem to be working very well. "'A letter from those aunts of yours,' he said absent-mindedly, "'asking you to go on a little trip. How nice. Well, of course, you must go.' "'It's all the way to America,' I explained, worried that he would object to my going so far. "'America?' he said. "'Would you be able to get something for me there?' "'You see, I need a special kind of plug. "'It's bigger than this one, and it has an odd slidey bit right here. "'They make them only in America. Could you pick one up for me?' "'I was delighted, and I promised to get the plug. "'I wrote back to my aunts immediately, and said that I would love to go with them to America, "'and that my father had agreed to take me to the airport the following Saturday, "'which just happened to be the beginning of school vacation.' My aunts wrote back the next day. We'll see you at the airport, they said. But you may not see us. Don't worry, though. We'll send you your ticket and you can just get on the plane. We'll see you sooner or later. Sounds very odd, said my father when he read the letter. 
"'But those two aunts of yours have always been a bit strange, if you ask me. "'I'm not so sure if going off to America is such a good idea after all.' "'But what about the plug?' I said quickly. "'Ah, yes,' he said. "'The plug. "'Well, perhaps it's not such a bad idea after all. Oh, "'But please be careful.' Those two aunts get into all kinds of trouble, so keep a close eye on them. I will, I promised. Don't you worry about that. A very peculiar trip. I found myself counting the days until it was time to leave for America. Time dragged by slowly, but at last the day of departure came, and there I was, my suitcase in my hand, standing in front of the airline desk. My father said.